Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haprasit would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. Are you ready for the Word of God? Hallelujah. We are hungry for God things more than the physical food. Hallelujah. Let's pray together to invite the Holy Spirit to teach us. Father, we thank you so much for your word. We want to be the people of the word and of the spirit. We want to eat spiritual food every day. We all want to drink the spiritual drink every day. We want to be strong. We want to become more like Christ. We want to be used by you, Lord. We have only one life to live. We know, Lord, faith comes by hearing and hearing of the word of God. We want to be the people of faith. Fight the good fight of faith. We want to be soldiers of Christ. And this faith will work for us, work for our family, and work for others, Father. Lord, today, your word will be anointed to build faith in our heart. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. We were learning about healing a few Sundays ago, and we have not finished the series yet or the teaching yet. I want to review a little bit about the issue of healing. Today, I would like to talk about the stripes of Jesus Christ. The stripes of Jesus Christ. If you are an old believer, you would have heard this word many times. By the stripes of Jesus Christ, we were healed. But a lot of time we don't fully understand what it means, the stripe of Jesus Christ. Before I explain about the stripe of Jesus Christ, I would like to read again Luke chapter 5, verses 12 to 13. And it happened when he was in a certain city that, behold, a man who was full of leprosy saw Jesus, and he fell on his face. Falling down to the ground is biblical, that we humble ourselves to seek God fell on the ground and implored him, saying, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. This is a good question. Is it the will of God for us to be healed? Is it God's will for us to live in divine health or good health? And the answer came from the mouth of the master, came from the mouth of the head of the church himself. And I believe that God is not respecter of people. If God spoke to this man, the man with leprosy, to him, God would not speak different way to us because we are all the children of God. So the same will of God is applied to us. In verse 13, this is his answer. Then he put out his hand and touched him, saying, I am willing to be cleansed immediately. The leprosy left him. He said, I am willing. The Father in heaven is willing to heal us, to cleanse us, and to give us divine health. And I would like to live the life like Jesus. His speech, his word was so anointed and powerful that brought faith to the heart of the man with leprosy. The man received the word from Jesus his faith rose up, and then his hand, Jesus' hand, was so full of the fire of the anointing. 
He lay on the man who had faith to receive from God. Immediately, he was healed. So you can see that this is how God works. You hear the anointed word. You receive into your heart. You have faith, and then God touch you. You get the miracle. You get the healing. This is how God's work. You need to do your homework. Is it God's will for people to be saved from sickness, go to heaven, and don't go to hell? Yes, it is God's will for people to go to heaven and not to go to hell. But the question is: Is everyone going to heaven? No. Is it God's will? Is it God's redemption for all the people to be healed? Yes. But is everyone getting healed? No. Why? Because people need to do their part. People need to do their part by coming to God, listening to the word, get faith, and receive the miracle of the salvation or redemption from God by faith. Receive the grace of God. So you need to do your homework by listening to the word of God. You need to build your faith. People need to do their homework too. Even though God wants to save everybody in the world, but not everybody is saved. Even though God wants to heal everybody, but not everybody is healed. Man has to do his part. Amen. We talk about redemption last time. I like the word redemption. Redeemed means that if a person is a slave, is owned by a slave master, somebody come in and pay the money or pay something. To redeem that slave out of the hand of the harsh and rude master, that's what Jesus did. He redeemed us through Jesus. We are redeemed by His blood, by His stripe, by His work on the cross and the whipping post. We are redeemed by Jesus. That's why Paul say in Second Corinthians one twenty, for all the promises of God, all the blessing. All the things that God wants us to have to be redeemed from the curses, from sickness, from poverty, from all the bad things that are the result or the consequences of sin, came in Him. I mean, in Jesus, uh, yes, and in Him, Amen. To the glory of God through us. So God, through Jesus, we can receive all the blessing, including salvation and healing. Last time we learned so many things from the book of Isaiah, and I want to read one more time Isaiah 53 verse 4. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we esteem him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted. He here means Jesus. Isaiah, 700 years before Jesus was born, by the Spirit of God. He saw forward to the future that the Messiah or the Anointed One, King Jesus, bore man's grief, your and my grief. Actually, in the Hebrew language, the word "grief" here, twenty more times in the Old Testament, was translated as sickness or disease. Therefore, we should read this scripture. The Hebrew word is "koli," c h o l i. Why? Koi means sickness. Surely he has borne our sickness and carry our pain. And this idea is confirmed by the Spirit of God 
through the writing of Matthew in the New Testament. Matthew chapter 8, verses 16 to 17, this scripture talk about Jesus healing everyone who come to him in that generation. At the end, Matthew concludes that this is to fulfill the prophecy that was given by Isaiah. Matthew 8, 16 to 17, the Bible say, When evening had come, they brought to him many who were demon-possessed, and he cast out the spirits with a word, and healed all who were sick. All who were sick. I like that. I pray that one day, soon and very soon, in our lifetime, everyone who walk into this church, everyone who walk into our care group, all will be healed. No sickness. Because if Jesus did that, we could do it. The work that he did, we can do also. And greater work than this, we can do. That it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying, you remember Isaiah say, he has borne our grief. But look at Matthew, the New Testament say, he himself took our infirmities and bore our sicknesses. Not grief anymore. Chained to sicknesses. Healing belongs to the believer. The book of Matthew say that Jesus bore our sickness, not for himself, not that he deserved it, but so that we can be healthy, so that we can be strong, we can live in the divine health. Divine health, good health belongs to the believers. I'm going to read Isaiah 53, verses 4 to 5, one more time. Surely he has borne our grief, parenthesis, sicknesses, and carry our sorrows. The Hebrew language also means, parenthesis, pains. Yet we esteem him stricken, smitten by God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon him. And by his stripes, we are healed. This prophetic word was given by Isaiah. How were we healed by his stripes? Today, we're going to answer that, that question. Have you ever thought about it? How could we be healed by the stripe of Jesus Christ? The stripes are the result of being beaten. The result of the beatings or the scourging. The word stripe in the Hebrew language means a wound. Actually, as a doctor, I understand this very well because I see the wound all the time. And a bruise, I understand the word bruise when you put the object on the skin. The skin, the small, we call capillary, or small vessel will break and cause bruise or blueness in the skin and in the subcutaneous tissue. Subcutaneous tissue is the fat under the skin and also in the muscle. So when you hit somebody with an object, and the Bible called rod, R-O-D, when you hit somebody with a rod, the skin, the subcutaneous tissue, and the muscle under will have bleeding, or maybe cut, to have the wound, the bruise, and the swelling. Therefore, these three words come together, rod, beatings, and stripes. So every time you say, by the stripe of Jesus Christ, we are healed, you see the picture of a bruise, of a swelling, and of the wound on the skin of somebody as a result 
of the beating or scourging. Beatings in the Old Testament are punishments for disobedience and for rebellion or breaking God's law. God gives the word in the Old Testament how the Jewish people live. And I'm going to read a few scriptures to show you that beating with a rod is the punishment for breaking the law. Deuteronomy chapter 25, verses 2 to 3. Then it shall be, if the wicked man deserves to be beaten, that the judge will cause him to lie down and be beaten in his presence, according to his guilt, with a certain number of blows. Forty blows he may give him, and no more. According to the Jewish law, you cannot beat anybody more than forty times. Lest he should exceed this and beat him with many blows above this, and your brother be humiliated in your sight. In that generation, in the time of the book of Deuteronomy, God gave the principle, if somebody rebelled, disobeyed, or broke the laws of God, that person would be punished by being beaten by a rod, by an object. Look at Proverbs chapter 10, verse 13. Wisdom is found on the lips of him who has understanding. But a rod is for the back of him who is devoid of understanding. In other words, somebody listen to the law, listen to the rule, the government rule, the church rule, whatever, the Bible rule, and keep being stubborn, keep rejecting the understanding and say, I'm going to do whatever I want. I'm going to rebel and do whatever I want. The Bible says the rod is for the back of those people who purposefully reject to listen and rebel. Proverbs chapter 19, verse 29, judgments are prepared for scoffers and beatings for the backs of fools. People need to be beaten because they have not listened at all. Talking does no good. You keep talking, you keep hours and hours of explaining and try to convince and pleading and encouraging not to do certain things. But that person still say, I don't care what you say. I don't care what the law say. I'm going to do whatever I want. I want to be disobedient and rebellious. Therefore, the Bible say, what is the next thing? After talking, pleading, encouraging, correcting with the mouth. The next step is beating. This principle has been in the word of God from ancient times. People were beaten as their punishment for crime. There were difference between the Jewish beating or scorching and the Roman scorching. Roman one is much more serious than the Jewish one. The Bible does not say, listen carefully, a lot of people get confused. The Bible does not say, by his blood, we were healed. The Bible did not say that. And if the Holy Spirit wanted to say that, he would have put in the Bible. But it's clear from the book of Isaiah and the book of 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 24. By his stripes, by his wound, by his bruise and swelling on the skin, we were healed. You need to understand that. In that generation, Jesus did not have to go to the whipping post at all. He could have gone directly to the cross and get 
hang on the cross without going to the whipping post. He did not have to. Just go there and get killed on the cross. But by the will of the Father, the Roman soldiers decided that they would take him to the whipping post first. And to be whipped on the whipping post was awful, terrible, painful. I don't know how many times. Maybe 40 times, 39 times. I don't know. But Jesus, I, I don't think the Bible talks about it how many times. But I know one thing. People can die at the whipping post. If you get hit by that whip with the metal at the tip and get hit 40 times, you can bleed to death. I believe that the time Jesus came out from the post, he was so exhausted. He was so weak. He was in a bad shape. He was in a bad, bad shape. And the soldier asked him to carry the cross, which was very heavy and big, on his back, which was whipped already. That's why he stumbled and fell down, because he was so out of shape after being bitten and scorched at the whipping post. Why was he scorched and bitten? He did not have to go through that. He could have gone directly to the cross. But the Bible emphasized, by his stripes, we were healed. And I pray that you understand this truth from today on. Proverbs 20, verse 30. Blows that hurt cleanse away evil. As do stripes the inner depth of the heart. The word bruises in or blows and stripes in Proverbs chapter 20 verse 30 are the same word that used in Isaiah chapter 53. The blueness of the wound. The bruise of the wound cleanses evil, cleanses the heart. Therefore, there is a connection between beating and healing according to the scripture. Have you ever seen a kid who is acting up? Have you ever deal with this? your children who are acting up? And some of your neighbor came by and said, what is wrong with this kid? He needs a good dose of discipline. He needs to be spanked. That will fix him up. Pastor Da loved to do that when our kids are young. We have a rod in our shoe closet. We put it high so that our kids cannot take it away. We put it high in our shoe closet. Anytime my kids, three kids, did not listen to us, Pastor Da would walk to the shoe closet, pick up, and I say, I tell you, it's like a rat in the house. Everyone run everywhere, disappear. <laughs> they know the rot is coming. The blueness is coming. Because the blueness of the wound or the rot will really cast away the rebellion and the disobedience of people. Amen? Healing is related to beating. I want to show you from the scripture that sin or rebellion or disobedience will follow, be followed by punishment. And one of the punishments in the world because of man's sin and rebellion and disobedience, one of them is sickness. Leviticus 26, 14 to 17. But if you do not obey me and do not observe all these commandments, and if you despise my statutes, or if your soul abhors my judgments, so that you do not perform all my commandments, but break my covenant, I also will do this to you. I will even appoint terror over you, 
wasting disease and fever, which shall consume the eyes and cause sorrow of heart. And you shall sow your seed in vain, for your enemies shall eat it. I will set my face against you, and you shall be defeated by your enemies. Those who hate you shall reign over you, and you shall flee when no one pursues you. From this scripture, you can see that sickness and disease are a form of punishments for rebellion and disobedience. Let's read another scripture in Deuteronomy chapter 28, verses 15 on. I may skip some scripture so that we will save time. But it shall come to pass, if you do not obey the voice of the Lord your God, to observe carefully all His commandments and His statutes, which I command you today, that all these curses will come upon you and overtake you. Curses shall be in the city, and curses shall you be in the country. I skip down to verse 22. The Lord will strike you with consumption, with fever, with inflammation, with severe burning fever, with the sword, with the scorching, and with mildew. They shall pursue you until you perish. From these scriptures, we can see that sickness is punishment. It's a perversion. It's a misunderstanding to say that sickness is a blessing from God. It's not biblical at all. Sickness is not the blessing at all. Poverty is punishment. Hell is punishment. Sickness is punishment. Has Jesus disobeyed the Father? Did Jesus rebel against the Father? Never. Certainly not. Did he deserve to be scorched and beaten and sick at the whipping post? No. He did not deserve to be beaten and scorched by the Roman soldier. Why was he punished? He should be blessed. Actually, if you read the story of Jesus before he went to the whipping post and to the cross, all of his life, he never sick. He was never broke. He was never lacking anything. He had enough for everything, and he was so healthy. But at the whipping post, he was whipped. The sickness came upon him. Not his sickness, our sickness, our sorrow, our grief, our curse came upon him at the whipping post. He was whipped like a criminal because he wanted to take away our sickness from us. Look at verse 4 again one more time. Verse 4, surely he has borne whose grief, whose sickness? Our grief, not his grief. He did not have to get sick. He was a total obedient person. He did not need to be punished at all and carry our sorrow or our pains. Yet we esteem him stricken, smitten by the Roman soldier. Is that right? No. He was smitten by the Father. I'm going to explain to this at the end of the sermon. And afflicted. I'm going to read from New American Translation. It was our infirmities that he bore and our suffering that he endured. In verse 4. In Amplified Bible, surely he has borne our grief, parentheses, sicknesses, weaknesses, and distresses, and carry our sorrow and pains of punishment. Yet we ignorantly consider him stricken, smitten, and afflicted, afflicted by sickness and disease. 
by God. God is the one who put sickness in that generation. The most severe afflicted disease is called leprosy. Amplified Bible put the parenthesis as if with leprosy, as if with the worst kind of sickness in that generation. God punished Jesus Christ. God smote him with his own hand, not the Roman soldier only, but God the Father Himself smote Jesus, scorched Jesus. Why did God punish a person like this? He never sinned. He never disobeyed the Father. And the Bible continued to say, in verse five, but He was wounded for our transgression. Whose transgression? His transgression? No. Jesus never broke even one law. He was bruised for our guilt and iniquity. For whose guilt? Our guilt. The chastisement needful to obtain peace and well-being for us was upon him, and with the stripes that wounded him, we are healed and made whole. By the result of God's beating on Jesus, we have. Healings. There was an exchange there. Verse six. Why Jesus needed to be beaten, and verse six explain why. Verse six. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way, and the Lord has made to light upon him the guilt and iniquity of us all. Every human being on earth has fallen short of the glory of God. We all have sinned against God. God is a righteous judge. He is full of justice. He cannot heal us without somebody paying for us. We need to pay. We make mistake. We sin. We need to pay. Somebody has to pay for us. Who took our place? Jesus took our place at the whipping post. He took the punishment of all our sin, including sickness. It happened specifically. God healed us specifically through Jesus at the whipping post. He was beaten. Yes, people could have seen the Roman soldier put the whip and scorch Jesus like this. What people did not see was a spiritual thing. You notice that in the Garden of Eden. Jesus wept drops of blood. Jesus knew that he was going to go to the cross. He, his spirit, know, knew that he was going to be at the whipping post. But it's not just about being whipped physically. It's not just about being hung on the cross physically, tortured physically. But he knew that there was more than that. He was going to be whipped. And torture spiritually as well. Look at verse 10. The Bible continues to explain to us that the whipping at the post, whipping post, the scourging, the beating, and the crucifixion on the cross is not just about physical thing. Isaiah 53 verse 10. Yet it was the will of the Lord to bruise him, to put the stripe on him, on Jesus. The Lord means the Father. When you read the scripture, you have to differentiate between Jesus and the Father. He has put; he means the Lord. 
mean the Father, has put Jesus to grief or to sickness and make him sick. Who made Jesus sick? The Roman soldier? No. Who? God the Father. When you mean the Father and he, mean Jesus, make his life an offering for sin and he has risen from the dead in time to come. He shall see his spiritual offspring. He shall prolong his day and the will and the pleasure of the Lord, mean the Father, shall prosper in Jesus' hand. In the young translation, the Bible says, Jehovah delighted to bruise him. He has made him sick. God the Father delighted. When you listen to this, is it crazy? God the Father delighted to make Jesus sick. In another translation, the Bible says, it pleased the Father, the Lord, or Jehovah, to crush him by disease. Who crushed Jesus? Who put our disease and sickness on Jesus? Not the Roman soldier. Who? The Jehovah. God the Father. He was so happy to do that. He was delighted. One of the reasons he was delighted, I tell you, I explain to you now, why God was so delighted. Because number one, he knew that Jesus was strong enough. And Jesus loved him enough and loved mankind enough to lay down his life out of his own devotion. He did not do it because somebody forced him. Number two, the Bible says in Isaiah 53 verse 10, he shall see his spiritual offspring. In other words, when God the Father saw Jesus Beaten, received the sickness on his body. He saw the end from the beginning. He saw you, your face, sitting here right now. Thousand years later, get healed, get saved, get delivered, healthy. You used to be sick, now you're healthy. He was so happy. He saw to the future, your faces. Your healing through Jesus Christ. That's why the Bible says he so delighted. He was so pleased to put that sickness upon Jesus for you and me to be healed. Being beaten is awful. Being hung on the cross was awful, physically awful. But one more thing that people don't know is being beaten spiritually. At the cross, not only that Jesus have to go to at the whipping post too, ugly, terrible, evil, physical pain. He has to receive all the awful sins of every single human being from Adam to the last man who will be born on earth here. All the sin of every mankind came upon him. The father turned away from him. He was rejected by the father. He was hurt and wounded by the rejection of the Father. And then at the whipping post, he was tied to the post. His clothes was torn off. The Roman soldier pulled out the whip and whipped him, put the stripe, put the wound, put the bruise on his body. People see only the Roman soldier. But what is more painful is God the Father himself smote him with sickness. In other words, God the Father put every single spiritual root 
of every single disease upon Jesus Christ. The root of human sickness is spiritual. It's a spiritual punishment that came upon mankind because we rebelled against God. That's why I don't want to cheat God in 10%. I'll give 10% to God faithfully. I don't want to sin against God. Amen? The root of sickness is spiritual. It's about sin inside here at the whipping post. God the Father himself, not the Roman soldier, smote him with every spiritual root of every single sickness on his body. Brother and sister, are you glad? Even though you make mistakes, even though you have failed and sinned against God, you can repent, turn around, and say, by his bruise, by his stripes, by his wound, I am healed. He took the sickness upon him at the whipping post. Are you glad? We have the right to be healed. Amen? Next sermon, continue. The third part, the end of this sermon, the whole series. I'm going to teach you how we going to get that right to us. Oh, amen. Today we learn theory that Jesus took our place. He took the scorching and the beating for us. But next time, we're going to learn together how we're going to get that right to us to be healed. I'm going to show you from Scripture and Scripture and Scripture how to receive the healing by the stripe of Jesus Christ. Are you excited to hear that? I believe next Sunday, I'm going to finish this series of sermon. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. How many people believe God has healed you already by the stripe of Jesus Christ? Amen. How many people want to have the anointing of healing? Amen. So this morning, when we pray for you, either God heal you or God may give you more faith to go out and heal the sick and believe in the power of the stripe of Jesus Christ. And we're going to see more healing in this city in your office, in your workplace, in your family. Amen. When you lay hand on your children who got fever, your children got healed. Amen. Because you believe in the power of the stripe of Jesus Christ. You believe that Jesus has healed and he can work through your hand. You can become like Jesus. You can speak the word of faith. The anointed word and people faith will rise up and your hand full of power you lay hand. Amen. Like what you hear, the testimony of Sister Jane and Jasmine that because they get lay hand all the time, they, will revive, they have been revived and now they can go and heal other people in China. So God can use you the same thing in your neighborhood. Amen? Amen. Father, we thank you so much, Lord, for teaching us about the stripes of Jesus Christ from the scripture. Lord, we learn today. We thank you, Lord, for beating Jesus to put every spiritual root of sickness upon his body at that whipping pose. Thank you, Jesus, for taking our place. Thank you, Lord, for healing us at that whipping pose. We believe, Lord, the sickness on our body has been transferred to Jesus 2,000 years ago. We promise you, Lord, that we will live a life of obedience. We don't want the curse of sickness. 
We don't want to open the door for the devil to come in to put sickness in our life. Every time you talk to us from the Scripture or by the Holy Spirit, we shall repent quickly, Lord. We don't want to live in sin, in rebellion and disobedience. We want to obey you, Lord. Use us, Lord, to speak the word of God to our family members, our neighbors, and our friends at work. That we can speak the word to build their faith and fill our life with your power. That when we lay hand on the sick, the sick shall be healed by the stripe of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Father, in Jesus' mighty name. Use everyone in this room, Lord. Not just only the preacher, because you say Christians, believers, disciples can go out in Jesus' name, lay hand on the sick, and the sick shall recover. It's not just only the, for the preacher, but for every believer, Lord. Even they can lay hand on themselves, and they can be healed by the stripe of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. If you don't know Jesus yet, you're not sure you're born again. I'd like to ask you to pray with me, to invite Jesus to come into your heart. Just pray shortly with me. Invite Jesus to come to your heart, Father in heaven. I know, Lord, that I have sinned against you. Lord, please forgive me. Jesus, you died for me. You paid for my sin. Lord Jesus. Come into my life. I want to be born again. I want to become a child of God. Receive me into your kingdom, Lord. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. If you need to go, you're in hurry. I understand, but please keep this room quiet. And if you want to be prayed for, I will pray for you. If you believe God can heal you today, just come with faith. Believe God for His healing by the stripe of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. the strife of Jesus Christ, we were healed. Lord, we believe in divine health. We believe that every sickness has been removed by the strife of Jesus Christ already. This church will be full of healthy people. No sickness can be in this church, in this house, by the strife of Jesus. By the stripe of Jesus, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Be hungry, Lord. Be surrender. Be yield. Be receive what heaven has for us, Lord. 
Thank you, Lord. You wonderful Jesus, wonderful Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Father, you say when the believer lay hands on the sick, healing will come. Heal every part, mental, spiritual, physical illness. Change, make way, be healed. of Jesus Christ by the stripe of Jesus Christ Drive of Jesus Christ, be made whole, be anointed, long life, no curses of sickness in this family anymore. Stop here. You and your children will not have any cancer. Will not have any sickness. Stop here. The curse of sickness. In Jesus' mighty name, by the stripe of Jesus, by the stripe of Jesus, no sickness. Anoint them to lay hand on the sick, Father. <laughs> Fire! Yes, Lord. No sickness. Anointed. <laughs> No sickness by the stripes of Jesus Christ. <laughs> Live a long, long life to serve the Lord. No sickness by the stripes of Jesus. Go away, self, abnormal self. Anoint them. Anoint them, Lord. Anoint them. Fire. Anoint them. No 
sickness in this house. <laughs> By the stripe of Jesus Christ, the punishment has been put on Jesus. Go, be healed, be healed, be anointed. Fire, fire, fire. Be healed by the stride of Jesus. The stride of Jesus. By the stride of Jesus. Heal. Yes, Lord, the anointing. The anointing of the Lord. <laughs> by the stride. No sickness. No curse of sickness in this family anymore. We stop it. We reverse it in the name of Jesus. Be healed. Be healed. Be healed. Promise of God in Him, yes, in Him, Amen. The promises of God, the blessing of Abraham, the healing of God, the salvation in Him, the deliverance, the victory, yes, and Amen. In Him, yes, and Amen. In Jesus, in Jesus, yes, and Amen. In Jesus, no more sickness, no more curse. In this family, I don't care what physical sickness, I don't care what mental sickness, I don't care what spiritual sickness. You have to go out of this family, go out of this family, go out of their body, go in the name of Jesus by the stripes. <laughs> By the stride of Jesus, the Bible says, the merry heart is a medicine. If God makes you laugh, just go ahead and laugh. Go ahead and laugh. The merry heart is a medicine. Fire, fire. Thank you, Jesus. More fire. Be healed from cancer. Live a long life. Be healed. In the name of Jesus, be healed from cancer. In the name of Jesus, be healed. Be healed. Fire. Fire. Go ahead and laugh. Go ahead and laugh. God give you the laughter right now. Go ahead and laugh. <laughs> yes, Lord, be healed. No more sickness. By the strike, be healed. And put your sickness upon the body of Jesus right now. Be healed. 
The Lord said to you, "I have grace for you. I have favor for your life because you parents love me, and I will show my grace to you." Say the Lord, "Fire, fire, fire!" Shukutarapa, shukupriyalakasi. Yes, Lord, make his brain whole, make his memory whole. Make his life whole by the stripe of Jesus Christ. Yes, Lord. Fire! Fire! By the stripe of Jesus, be healed, and by the grace of God, be anointed to serve the Lord. Be anointed. Be victorious. Be full of faith. The spirit of faith rise up on the inside of you. No more fear. No more fear. No more worry. Faith. Victory. Victory. Shukurashi. Shukurayalakaski. <laughs> By the stripe of Jesus Christ. Lord, have your way. Lord, have your way. <laughs> Be healed. Every cell, every muscle. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.com. To them all gathered in your name, I lift to you this new praise song. All the wrongs I have ever done have been washed away by your only son. Bring me your tired, you said. Bring me your weak. Bring me your hungry masses. We seek your. 